The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 79. You're a non traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast, where we take questions directly from the oldpremeds.org forms. If you do not have an account over there, go sign up. It's free and it's easy. That's oldpremeds.org. Click on the forms button, register for an account. Now, today's question is from a non-traditional student, obviously. Not all of the people in there are non-traditional, though. But we, our student today is a 31-year-old. They don't say male or female, though it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he just to make it easy, to, to make it easier for me to read. So let's go ahead and read the question, and then we'll hear my thoughts afterwards. So this poster said, howdy, y'all, maybe from Texas. I'm a new OPM, OPM is old pre-med, 31-year-old, single, no kids. After taking a detour from the very traditional path during, uh, wait, I'm a new OPM after taking, okay, never mind. <laughs> during my original undergrad, 3.7, uh, 3.47 GPA in biology, never took the MCAT, I figured out that I wasn't ready for medical school and started pursuing other interests outside of healthcare. Perfect. That's allowed. As, as a non-traditional student, you are allowed to go pursue other things. If you think you're not ready, maybe you're a little burnt out from the pre-med path, all of us are a little bit, go and explore some other interests, which is what this person did. Long story, slightly less long, nearly a decade later, I'm more convinced than ever that becoming a healthcare provider, interesting use of terms there, is the right career for me, but I'm struggling with the decision of MD, I'm going to put, or DO, they, they only put MD, uh, MD or uh, DO versus PA, so physician versus PA. I don't have the requisite healthcare experience that would make me competitive for most PA programs, but I'm going to have to spend one to two full time, uh, one to two years full time, refreshing post back coursework, taking the MCAT, etc., to go to medical school. So I could just as easily spend that time working full time as an EMT, CNA, or whatever. The problem is I can't do both. So I need to figure out which path I want to pursue sooner rather than later. I've read some compelling statistics about PA that appeal me, 90% job satisfaction, two times the patient interaction time, 42-hour work week, uh, etc. But those tend to come from sources that seem incredibly biased towards PA over MD. Furthermore, I am not 100% sure I'd be happy with the long term uh, I'd be happy long term with the relatively diminished status of PA and or whether I could do the type of international work that is part of my life plan. Interesting. Any thoughts, feedback, etc from the OPM community, especially from those who've explored decision decision for themselves would be most appreciated. So John, oh, they put their name John. So this is this is a male, uh, as as gender as the name is. 
could be a gender identity of a female, but we won't go there. We'll call him a male for now. Um, so John is saying, 31 years old, I'm deciding between MD, or let's, let's just say physician, deciding between, between physician and PA. The problem with that decision at that high level, where you're just going physician versus PA, and you're comparing work hours and patient interaction time and job satisfaction, that, that means nothing. Like, go look at, uh, I, I have no idea who has a higher job satisfaction, but go, go look at somebody who has the best job satisfaction, who's only working 40 hours a week um, and, and has great interaction with their clients. Go do that. You can't choose your career based on job satisfaction ratings, based on work hours per week, based on patient interaction. If that's how you're going to choose your career, physician versus PA, then you're not going to be happy in the long run, depending on if you make the right choice or not. There is a huge difference, and unfortunately, it's not talked about enough. There's a huge difference between being a physician and being a PA. Now, the PA world will tell you, no, there's not that big of a difference. And the physician world will say, no, actually there is. And obviously, I'm a little biased. I'm a physician. But in practice, depending on what you are doing, depending on what state you are in, because every state has some different laws regarding PAs, the work around what a PA can do can vary drastically. I've talked to a lot of PAs that want to go on to go to medical school. I've helped some of them get into medical school. And the reason always comes back to not having enough, uh, enough knowledge to be able to treat the patients that they want to treat, not treating the more acute patients, treating more of the, the minor things, the sniffles and aches and pains and whatever else. But the more uh, acute things that come in, the more trauma that comes into the emergency room or whatever setting you're in, the physicians usually go, nope, that's my job. PA, you go take care of. Uh, little Johnny with the sniffles. There's a huge difference in the types of patients that you'll be able to see because your knowledge base is limited. Your scope of practice is limited. The role of the PA was created to fill in more of the mundane, easier things that that could be algorithmically handed over to a quote-unquote mid-level provider. Now, I, I know that the term mid-level provider is is there's a lot of debate around it, but we'll just call it that because that's the term that's been thrown around for a long time, and that's the term that I've always used. They, uh, a PA and an NP, they're trained to take care of easier things. You can't go through PA or NP school and have the same depth of knowledge as a physician to be able to treat the sort of diseases that you would see that a physician treats. It's just... It's simple. You you can't. And so if you are okay, regardless of job satisfaction, regardless of hours per week, regardless of any of that stuff, get rid of that. If you are okay working and treating patients 
who have the sniffles or aches and pains. It's going to be a lot of repetitive things. Medicine in general is repetitive, even for physicians. But if you're okay with treating some of the lower acuity things, then great, go be a PA. If you are okay not having the full knowledge base to be able to take care of your patients, then go ahead and be a PA. PAs are needed. I'm not knocking PAs. We need PAs. And there are plenty of people out there that want to be PAs whose mentality and personality and and goals in life fit with being a PA. That's fine. We need them. But what I'm telling you is don't choose physician versus PA based on job satisfaction and patient interaction and hours per week. That's baloney. Don't choose physician versus PA based on years of schooling. That's baloney. Choose physician or PA based on the scope of practice that you want, based on the level of knowledge that you want, and go from there. The only way that you're going to find out is by shadowing a physician, shadowing a PA. Shadow many physicians in different specialties, in different areas. Shadow many PAs in different specialties, in different areas. And talk to a lot of people. And find out what they like, what they don't like about their job. That's the best way to go about it. Now, there's one caveat here that this person said. And they talked about international work. Now, I don't know off the top of my head. But I'm going to assume that the PA degree is not received or or not recognized throughout the whole world. So if you're interested in doing international work as a PA, you may want to look into that. There's there's a big thing with DOs. DOs, the, the osteopathic medicine degree started here in the United States, and it's most recognized here in the United States. Now, the American Osteopathic Association is working on getting more countries to recognize the DO degree. And they're doing well. And as a a DO, you can practice in more and more countries. But there is a limitation there. Versus an MD, an MD can go practice everywhere. So if you are truly interested in international work, then really look into the recognition of the PA degree and what privileges, what credentials you would have in another setting. That could be another thing to think about. So don't look at hours of work. Don't look at patient interaction. Don't work. look at um, job satisfaction. You have to find out what you want based on everything we talked about, the, the depth of knowledge, the, the skills that you learn as a physician versus a PA, everything else in there you have to look at. And you can only do that by shadowing enough. That's how you should choose between physician or PA. I hope that helped. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe so that you get this podcast every week for free. I hope you have a great week. Don't forget, if you have any questions, go to oldpremeds.org, sign up for an account. It's free and go ask a question. We'll try to answer it here on the podcast, but we also have an amazing community where students uh, and physicians and other non-traditional students like yourself will chime in and answer to the best of their ability. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.